You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. Level three. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Lorenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Thanks to the Raging Red and Cam Stewart and Ian Cameron for joining us. Rick Saratella will step up in an NFL draft Bible. Uh, we'll get in some uh, NFL talk. We'll begin our previews uh, for real. And I'll share uh, with you my season win totals that I'm going to be playing. We're locked and loaded. We've got a bunch of Olympic uh, picks already in. I think we're up to, um, we've got 10. Uh, 10 Olympic futures uh, in right now. Excuse me. We've got eight Olympic futures and two NFL win totals in. We've already played the Buffalo Bills over. So we've already played the Buffalo Bills over 10 and a half. We laid juice to do it. Uh, but I'd rather get the, the 10 and a half than 11. Even though I like the 11. Look, at 11, the Bills are going to be better than 11 and 6. And it's a 17-game season, just for the record, if you don't think I'm crazy. Uh, oh, this guy, this guy, what's he talking about? Uh, but so 17 games, so 11 wins. They go, um, they go 11 and six. 11 and six, you get a push. They were 13 and three last year, right? And they didn't care about the last game. They it was a it was a meaningless game uh, for them, right? They didn't care actually about the last couple of games. To be honest, they're a damn good football team, but. It's hard to be really good every year, right? But I think the number is manageable. So I played I played the Bills. I put more, and I wanted to put the same on all of them, but the fact is I just like the Jets under that much. The Jets aren't winning seven games this year. 
They play in a division with the Buffalo Bills, all right? Zach Wilson's not beating the Buffalo Bills. I don't see it happening. Uh, If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and we'll remember this night, and I'll I'll remember and say, son of a bitch, that kid, he better not beat us because his mother will be chirping online, (laughs) right? So, dude, the Miami Dolphins are going to be really good this year. The New England Patriots signed every available free agent in the world. Um, I don't even know how they're going to fit them all on their team. I don't, they know they only have 53 guys on the roster. The Patriots are stacked. And the New York Jets, they've, they've done some nice things. I like their, some of their young draft picks. They're addressing their offensive line. They got Corey Davis. Whatever. You know what I mean? You're still screwed. You got a rookie quarterback to play to BYU. So I already put a nice chunk. I already put a nice play on it. But I, I think I'm going to put like more and more and more. And you know what? I've thought about it, too. We've discussed this a lot recently about the profitability of futures as opposed to just playing the nightly grind. Um, you really can put yourself in a head situation as well, right? Like, let's say, you know, let's say you put, like, you know, thousands of dollars on a New York Jets to go under the number. Trust me, the Jets aren't starting the season 7 and up. Like, at worst, it'll come down to, oh, my God, like, it's the last game of the year. And if they win, I lose this bet. Well, then you really can hedge it. I wouldn't hold it against you. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. We're kicking it. Countdown uh, is on NFL football. We're just a couple of weeks away. Rick Saratella is going to step up in it. We've been talking a little NFL football. I was just sharing a couple of plays that I put in already. And I've changed my attitude when I was a younger man. I was a crazy psychopath, punk rock metalhead. Now I'm all, all of the above, except, except I'm more patient now than I used to be, right? I used to hate, like, futures. I'd be like, man, no, no, I'm betting tonight. I was like, I don't know. I could get hit by a bus when I leave the sports book tonight. I'm not betting this. I'm not letting it keep my money. But ultimately, I see the profitability uh, that can be made. And especially, look, it's paying dividends. It hasn't worked always. You know, we played some futures that we've lost so far. But we jumped in on Milwaukee at plus money. We jumped in on Giannis at plus money. It's all about the plus money stuff. Even though the NFL futures aren't plus money, you're getting good. It's good value bets, but you have to wait. And, yeah, you can argue, yeah, the sportsbook's holding on to your money. But an NFL regular season really isn't all that long anyways, man. It starts in September, and it's, it's over in the first week of January. And then you get your money. So we played the New York Jets under the number. And we'll go over this in detail starting, you know, we're we'll, we'll going to start, you know, not, uh, you know, it's time to start doing this. So we'll go through like game by game as far as these team schedules are concerned. And the wins just aren't there. The wins just aren't there. So I, I've already put in a nice play on the New York Jets under. I do like that Buffalo Bill play. I played it a while ago. So I got the Bills over 10 and a half. It's 11 right now. I did lay juice though. So it was a little price for me to do it. Uh, I did lay juice, but I do believe the Buffalo Bills. Look, there's an extra game on this. They went 13-3 and last year, and there's an extra game on the schedule. And like I said, they didn't care about one of the losses. So there's an extra game on the schedule. And are they really going to be worse this year? You know, even if they're, like, the same, you win. And then, like, they lose one more game. Let's say the Bills 13-4. and I honestly think the Bills are probably a 13 and 14. If not better, to be honest. This is it. I want to say, like, the Bills' window is kind of this year. 
It sucks that the Chiefs are in their conference, but it is what it is. The Bills need to win every damn game and get home field, and they can go to the Super Bowl. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. The late night anger master class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci, the pencil players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. Breaking it down. It's the Wicked Wednesday, and the countdown is on. Hallelujah, as we get biblical right now with Rick Saratella. And, Rick, I swear, man, we've been doing this weekly since the Super Bowl. We started um, the Monday after the Super Bowl. Well, we just kept going. I don't know if we started. We just kept going, but we started breaking down the trap. And I remember our countdown, man. It was like, all right, only 162 days, 138 days. And son of a bitch, Saratella. We're down to 14 days right now. 14 days. It's a can't stop, won't stop situation. We're out here preaching and teaching two weeks away to the football season. Oh, baby. So, listen, you've been traveling, and normally you join us on Mondays, but you were on the road, and I see you tweeting about these uh, football hub uh, camps that you're a part of. Uh, What are these camps? Tell us about uh, what these camps are and who has stood out uh, at these camps. Yeah, and so you talk about COVID protocol. If you're vaccinated, your team can travel with 140 players. If you're not vaccinated, your team can travel with 100 players. That's including personnel. So COVID's still a real thing in the NFL. And if you want to do Tuesday tryouts, you can bring in guys this year, but you're going to be relegated to only five. 
where in the past you could have a dozen, maybe two dozen guys come out and work them out. And so the hub is a platform created by Don Yee, the agent for Tom Brady, Sean Payton, so many other great players in the NFL. And so we've, we've rolled out the red carpet for these NFL teams, Gabe. We had over 600 applicants at this last camp. We chose the best 66 players. I personally went through every single one of them. And so uh, we, we drew seven NFL teams. We had the CFL there. The USFL was out there. We had two guys signed with the U.S. men's rugby team. And it was a great day for wide receivers. If you remember Justin Hardy out of ECU with the Falcons there, uh, he was making plays all over the field. Uh, Jordan Matthews came in at 235 pounds fresh off of that tight end uh, university that Travis Kelsey was doing. He carried that weight well. And so I expect him to be getting a phone call soon. And I landed on Monday. By Tuesday, I got a call that, you know, a team would be signing a player. I'm just waiting for the physical to clear. But, you know, guys like Raheem Moore were out there. So a lot of veterans, a lot of guys who were out there in the COVID class uh, who were overlooked. And even Ben Putman from the spring league, he led the spring league in receiving and touchdowns. And he came out there, was probably the best player I saw all day. Rick Saratella, NFL Draft Bible with us on the late night anger management class. I am Gable Berenci. So let me ask you, uh, Rick, and you don't have to name the specific teams uh, that were there, uh, but you said seven NFL teams uh, showed up. Were they better NFL teams? Because I saw you tweeting about how, you know, some of you guys that aren't here, you're sleeping. You're missing out on some sleepers here and some diamonds in the rough. So I always find it interesting. It seems like the the better coaches and the better teams, the better GMs are always looking for good players everywhere all the time and don't think they know everything already. So as far as the seven teams that showed up, were they were they good teams, great teams, average teams in the National Football League? Well, and to your point before I get into that, Gabe, the, the bottom line is this. The Chargers came up to me and said, hey, this was the most professional ran event we've ever attended, and this is great. He said, I have next man up lists for every single position because – we really picked the best of the best here. So uh, the Chargers were there. The Broncos were there. The Broncos actually had uh, two scouts in attendance. We also had the Panthers, the Bengals, the Jaguars, the Chargers, the Seahawks, the uh, defending champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers. The Blue Bombers. I like that you threw that in there, the defending yeah. champion. That's right. Put some respect on that, Rick. The Grey Cup champion, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. <laughs> That's right. And so to your point, yeah, I mean, listen, those teams get it. And, you know, there's always skepticism when something new comes around, right? But since we've been doing this last year, Gabe, we've had over 70 players sign an NFL or CFL contract. And we've only had about 300 participants, so one out of four That's guys. Amazing. That's amazing. I mean, this is the real deal. Rick Saratella uh, kicking it uh, with us. So, uh, Rick, are the camps done right now? I know you were traveling. So where was the last one? Was it in San Diego? Because I know you've been spending some time in California. The, the camps move around a little bit. But how many more camps are there coming up? Because now the real camps are set to open. Oh, baby. And 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 I've been out there half a dozen times, Gabe. But I went. I flew in a day early to enjoy the Little Italy. And it's the largest Little Italy in America, 48 uh, blocks. And so I got myself lost in the sauce the first night there, if you know what I mean. And so we're going to be going back out in September, first week of September, 
There's no preseason what, game. This is San Diego. There's 48 blocks of Italians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, believe it. Believe it or not. <laughs> that is shocking. Yeah, let's not skim over the facts over here, right? Um, but what a meal we had, and what a great city. I can't wait to go back. We're gonna do it again first week of September. There's no preseason game scheduled. And it'll be one final shot, one last yeah. opportunity. We've had some very, very notable guys out there that are still on the street that have inquired about coming out. And so we're going to be doing this uh, as long as COVID is impacting the NFL. We're going to be doing this pretty frequently, Gabe. I would imagine every four or so, uh, you know, six weeks or so. Rick Saratella kick it with us. So, And players are going to be needed as we see, Rick. The injuries have already started and have started for a pretty big-time football player that had very high expectations on placed on himself uh, by himself and his team. And I'm talking about FSU's Cam Akers, Los Angeles Rams running back, torn Achilles. Talk to me about, uh, talk to me about Cam Akers. And listen, this kid was ready to break out, right? He was ready to break out. They bring in Matthew Stafford. They wanted to have a diverse offense. How much of an impact does this have? How hard is Cam Akers to replace? What's your take on uh, the Akers situation with the Rams? Yeah, and my first thought was, hey, if the Rams were out there, they would have saw Jawan Washington out of San Diego State out there turning and burning, and he would be a great <laughs> right? Rick's back to the camp here. Yeah. <laughs> I got a running back for you, McVay. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but no, I, I love the late. Hey, but look at McVay, actually. Sorry, Rick, but look at McVay with Wolford. He had no fear starting Wolford in a playoff game. He's like, I'll start this guy in a playoff game. Wolford didn't come with that big school, big, big pedigree. Yep. Right? We're we're seeing if you're a football player, you can play. It's as simple as that. You and I no, talked no, about no. Duke Johnson, the kid out of the CFL with the Bills. The guy's a baller. Oh, there's no no question about that. And you know, look at this seventh round pick, Jake Funk, who had an incredible senior season at Maryland, and had it not been for an injury riddled career. Based on his size, six foot two twenty, this guy's a legit four four five speed burner, and he just tore it up. Maryland's been turning out NFL running backs, believe it or not. The last three years, they've had about five or six running backs down there. They got another pretty good one uh, this year. But Funk, he he might have been a top one hundred guy had he not been hurt. I think he could be in the mix. Another player, Raymond Kalice, uh, that I had two years ago at the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl. This guy's another legit 4-4 speed burner. He's more of a return extraordinaire, but I think he's going to be a dynamic third down, uh, pass catching, you know, type of running back. And they also have, uh, refresh my memory, I'm always digging deep in the deep depth chart, but they're, they're uh, Darrell Henderson out of Memphis. Yeah. I still have hope for him. I really think he's more of a change of pace guy. So I think it's going to be a committee type of backfield where Funk might even eventually emerge as the primary guy, Henderson split in time with, you know, the kind of slash and dash, uh, you know, uh, type of change of pace. And, and Kalice, I'm telling you, man, I just love watching this guy with the ball in his hands because not only is he fast, not only is he quick, he looks to lay the lumber. He'll deliver the hit rather than take yeah. it. Yeah, well, Kalice, as you mentioned, Funk, Xavier Jones. Henderson's always hurt. But there's one thing, if you're the Rams, I'll give them credit for this. I don't think they're the most well-run organization in the sense, well, listen, they live for the now all the time, but their roster is so top-heavy, they pay they pay a bunch of guys all their money, right? All right, we're paying this star. Let's pay him. Like, they get a star at every position, and then they pay. So you better be good at your talent evaluating when you're bringing in other guys, backup players, 
uh, to get it right because you don't have money to pay them. They're just so top heavy. The late night anger management class continues as the countdown is on two weeks, baby. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. The late night anger management class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moransky. We're breaking it down with Rich Saratella, the NFL Draft Bible in the house. And uh, people are already talking about Spencer Rattler and next year's draft. But let's talk about what's coming up uh, right now in the National Football League. And the first team up in two weeks are the Dallas Cowboys. Interesting, I saw Stephen Jones say, we made a big mistake waiting so long to sign Dak Prescott, which everybody actually said at the time, why are you waiting so long? Why are you waiting uh, so long? But what are you hearing about Dak Prescott's health coming into the year? Because people are the Cowboys. Cowboys going to win a division. Look at them on paper. Fantasy football players, all CD Lamb's amazing, and I'm going to get a piece of the Cowboys offense. Is Dak Prescott really healthy? Like, is he, is he ready to go in week one? Is he 100%? Is this a uh, – is it baby steps? What's Dak Prescott's status, Rick? Well, based on the average, you know, timeline of recovery with the injury that he had, I would imagine that the opening season date would be in jeopardy. And I haven't heard anything to that effect. Everything you hear has been positive news. Looks great. Feels great. Ahead of schedule. Uh, I've doubted that. He hasn't been hit yet. Like you said, he's in shorts and a t-shirt. Of course he looks great. Well, with that being said, Gabe, I did doubt Dak Prescott once coming out of college. I'm not going to doubt him. (laughs) So, so, hey, listen, 
uh, I, I'm just going to have to go by their word until we actually see them. But I, I believe that Dallas will kind of keep this a hidden secret. I don't think you'll see Dak Prescott taking a lot of reps here early in training camp. Yeah. And let's be honest. I mean, Jerry likes to hear Jerry talk. I think that's his way of using the media. He knows that's going to stir up some headlines and his star QB is going to see that. So maybe he's trying to uh, recoup some of his draft stock there in equity with uh, the, letting his feelings resonate with Dak Prescott. Rick Saratella with us. And you saw, you saw uh, Zeke Elliott, new body, uh, Zeke Elliott, completely, completely ripped and shredded coming into camp uh, this year. What's your take on Zeke Elliott's new approach physically? Oh, I hope he has a new dress to show off the midriff. Uh, you, know? <laughs> you know, so hey, I mean, a giant fan. We're getting some bias here. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think Ezekiel Elliott. I feel better about his situation more than Saquon Barkley, for example, from a health standpoint. And I think both of the offensive lines are going to kind of put them in more risk than they need to be. But I feel like. At least Ezekiel Elliott seems to be ready to participate in training camp where Saquon Barkley just did a charity event here in Jersey. And uh, he danced around, skated around, skirted around any question about his health. Just basically been saying, uh, we'll just see, kind of wait and see approach. That doesn't have me feeling too good. I wonder about... I wonder about the, the Dallas Cowboy backup quarterback situation. We talked about this before in which you have so much talent on the roster, yet I can make a strong argument you're worse off this year than you were last year. You had Andy Dalton last year. This year, at least you had Andy Dalton. All right, he's not what he once was in his career, but this is once again pretty risky. Now, between these guys, between our boy Danucci, uh, between our boy Danucci, who I think was, um, was partying with Saratella after Italy won, uh, right? Danucci had a great time as well. <laughs> so, we were fist bumping. Cooper Rush has been there and knows the offense. So what? Like, the guy's terrible. I think Garrett Gilbert's the best one there. I really do. I think Garrett Gilbert's the best one out of those three. But then you got to ask yourself, really? We're going into this with Garrett Gilbert after? Pretty risky when you consider you got a quarterback coming off of surgery, Rick. Yeah, and I think that all of them are also have had injuries. Cooper Rush, Garrett Gilbert. Even Ben DiNucci going to, you know, uh, James Madison days. And I think he even got hurt playing for Dallas. So you can't feel great about them all. I think at this point, what they're going to have to do is kind of reevaluate with the roster cuts coming down the wire and see, you know, who who's available, who's out there. Right. Does does Teddy Bridgewater just light it up to the point where the Broncos want nothing to do with Drew Locke? Uh, You know, can the Raiders can they can they wiggle loose a Marcus Mariota type? Uh, you know, I think it's a lot of it's going to come down to the roster crunch and who hits the waiver wire. I can't imagine they don't upgrade that backup quarterback position before the start of the season. Rick Saratella, NFL drop Bible, kicking it uh, once the countdown is on. So, Rick, fan, we've talked a lot about the offensive uh, rookie of the year uh, on this program. And Najee Harris is a name that comes up the most. Uh, the most. He's listed at 10 to 1 uh, right now. I think Justin Fields is potentially intriguing to see, you know, how quickly he takes over the starting quarterback position uh, with Chicago. But taking a look at the updated numbers right now for defensive uh, rookie of the year, speaking of the Cowboys, they bring in Micah Parsons, who I think was just sort of born uh, to be a Dallas Cowboy. 
He's plus 550. Quiddy Pay uh, right now, who I know was a player that you liked a lot coming out of Michigan. He's plus 850. Uh, Cora um, out of Notre Dame. He's plus 900. Jamin Davis. Jamin Davis also plus 900. What's your early impression on the defensive rookie of the year odds right now? I like the Jamin Davis value just because he's a tackle machine and the front seven that he's playing with is going to allow him to just fill the gaps because you got some real beef. I think yeah, the Washington- joins a great defense just for people for the record. Yeah. Jamin Davis uh, was drafted by the Washington football team. So yeah, he's joining wa- a great defense. Yeah. The Washington football team has an incredible <laughs> up front big boys. And so they're going to take up a lot of double teams. Jamin Davis is going to fill the gaps plug the holes. He's probably going to co- come close, maybe exceed a hundred tackles. I just don't know if the, the other sexy stats, like he's not going to have the sacks. Yeah, he might have yeah, a, you yeah. know, a couple tackles for loss, but Quiddy pay is the guy where you say, Hey, maybe here's a guy who can appro- approach double digit sacks. He's on a pretty good defense with a really good staff, a lot of veteran players around him where he could just be a situational guy and just focus on one thing getting after the quarterback. And if you can accumulate the sacks and pile those numbers up, I think Quiddy Pay with, with the Colts is a good option. You know, and you look at, I like Quiddy Pay a lot, but is he going to get buried with Darius Leonard there as well? It's, it's kind of difficult, isn't it, for these kids? As you say, how many sacks can he rack up? What about, what about uh, Coromora, the kid out of Notre Dame, who, listen, all he did is put up numbers in college. There was some question about his size, right? 6'1", 220, if he really is that. You know, if they say he's that, is he really that? And you're talking about playing linebacker in the NFL. What's your deal with this kid? Did you think he's too small? Or is he more of a hybrid? Or is he just a good football player that you don't care about his size? Well, if it was 10 years ago, I would probably be a lot more concerned. But I think the way that the modern-day linebacker, smaller, faster, quicker, able to cover, uh, I think he can survive now. You go back, though, and I think he's going to be a very good player, although I think it'll take some time to figure it out. And so I worry about the consistency, the start out of the gate. Look at Isaiah Simmons a year ago with the Cardinals. Eventually, you saw some flashes by the end of the season, but it took about a half a year for them to kind of figure out how to use them. And I think you're going to see a similar transition. So until they kind of figure out where they're lining him up, what kind of role he's going to have, I just don't know if game one through 16, the, the numbers are going to be there for him. So before we get you out of here, cap casualties are going to be, um, are going to be two words that we hear a lot over the next couple of weeks or in the coming weeks, I should say, what are you hearing as far as the cap casualties are like, you know, there was a lot of talk about, there's no way that Arizona can have Chandler Jones and JJ Watt, right? That they just can't afford it. But here they are. They're still there right now. I guess Zach Ertz, right? I mean, when, when's this Zach Ertz thing going to go? Uh, Eric Ebron, there's talk about maybe Tyler Higby because he make, he's making five and a half, even though I don't, I don't see that. What do you think about the Zach Ertz and, and the cap casualties that are coming? Yeah, Ertz probably is the one that stands out. I think with Arizona, because they still have Kyler Murray on the rookie deal, they can get away with that for another year. Yeah, yeah. But, with Ertz, there's already, you know, kind of bad blood between player and front office. Uh, we all know the stories, Wirtz and, and Wentz and Ertz rooming together and, and being buddy-buddy. And, uh, you know, a lot of his uh, friends on the team are no longer there. So Ertz well, seems if to— if you're be- on the Colts, Rick, you better hope 
you better hope that Ertz doesn't go to the Colts because Wentz will only throw it to him. Remember, as we saw. Yeah, right. You know, look at him. And like every, sorry, Pittman. Pittman will be like, what? Oh, my God. This guy, he only throws to his buddy. <laughs> Alamo Cox is going to be like, what's going on over here? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I really don't have – I can't claim to have a real good finger on the pulse with the cap casualties because a lot of it's speculation too. And I think with the COVID restrictions, the beat writers now don't have access like they once have. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, they they now are using the COVID as an excuse to kind of put up these walls and barriers. You're seeing team kind of dictate their own media more and more, putting stuff out on their own websites and restricting the beat writers, which is a really scary thing in the media world. Well, it's a scary thing in the real world as well, actually, Rick. We see it all the time, right? They can basically take any part of the protocols that they like, right? They'll be like, you know what? We way prefer this. We don't have a bunch of jackass guys in our locker room in the morning before practice. This is great, right? And no, we're not going to go back and we'll just say out of safety. No, <laughs> like, well, put them on Zoom. Like, I'm sure if you're a player, it's great, too. You sit down in front of a computer. You answer a couple of questions. You don't want to punch anyone in the face. <laughs> you get up. And you notice it's less controversial, too. Players never say anything on Zoom. They'll say something hot in the room after to someone. They're never going to sit down on a computer and start ripping the team and stuff. You're right, but it's like it's like the world. They just, you know, whatever whatever laws and regulations they like, they'll keep in place. Rick Saratella, we didn't even get to Colt Beasley, but I'm sick of that guy. We'll get to him next week. Go watch the rap video on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might have a lot of time for that. Rick Saratella, thanks, Rick. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen Gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
Savage. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Listen, I need some cash. What for? I just need it, that's all. Oh, no. Don't tell me. You're gambling again, aren't you? Oh, you weak, weak man. What? All right, speaking of weak, weak, weak men or women, how strong are you? Are you ready? I know it's the late night hours right now. If you're on the West Coast, it's all good. It's all good. For me, I don't know, man. And I am Gabriel Morenci, King of the Series XM Channel 204. Uh, throwing it down on our AM radio affiliates as well and our digital video platforms. But uh, I really am insane in the sense that, um, and it's not good. It's not something that uh, I got to be, I should be more productive with some of my time because I don't really sleep a lot at all. And it's not one, it's, it's pretty much I've come to accept it now. It's not one of these deals where I've got to change it or I've got to do this or that. I just got to sort of, you know, you roll with it. I guess it's God's will, uh, so to speak. But I literally, I'm nocturnal. Like, I don't, I can't tell the difference. Like, my body clock does not feel any different at 3 in the morning than it does at 3 in the afternoon. Like, I feel the exact same. <laughs> like, I feel the exact same at 5 in the morning or 5 p.m. Like, there's no... Like, I don't care how dark it is. I don't care about, oh, it's dark, it's bright, it's this, it's that. It doesn't matter. All right? It doesn't matter. So, it seems like, you know, for some people, I'm sure, joining joining us right now, this is the end of the day, you might be falling asleep listening to us. Maybe you've fallen asleep uh, listening to us. But where I'm going with this is, it's go time. And in fact, I think I might play my biggest bet of the day right now. Right? So, here we are. And... Then I guess we're committed. We're committed as we've got Spain and Egypt coming up. And as long as most Salah is not on uh, Team Egypt, we should be all right. So we're talking about the Olympics. The Olympics have been hit or miss for me so far. And there's only been two days of Olympic action. We had last softball last night, softball tonight, uh, women's soccer uh, last night, and women's soccer tonight. And I lost, uh, I lost last night playing softball. I won quite a bit. I um, quite a bit. I'm not rich or anything, but I said I, I hit like I put a nice chunk. I played uh, like more than one unit type thing. I put a bunch on, and in game I was playing it. I won with Team Canada tonight against uh, Team USA women's softball. Team USA were minus four and a half runs on the run line, and uh, it was a one nothing final score. And it, the total was eight and a half, and I had the under. And I also played under four and a half in game, and uh, Canada plus one and a half in game as well. So yeah, we did well with that game. But then we lost the next game. We took Japan against Mexico and laid a bunch of runs. Bad pick. So it's one of those, you know, we're winning and we give it back. We win and we give it back. Now, we're a little bit up because we put the most on that Canada-USA game tonight. But nevertheless, not like we're killing this or anything. You know, we're just sort of getting our feet wet going into the Olympic Games. But we've got men's soccer. Last night it was women's soccer. Tonight we've got some men's soccer action. And we've got the favorite a team that I put a future in last night. I took some of my Milwaukee uh, Buck uh, winnings, and I decided to take Spain to win the gold medal in Tokyo. 
So Spain take the pitch tonight for the first time. And um, this game this game kicks off eh, it kicks off at 3.30 Eastern time. 3.30 Eastern time. So there's time for people to get in on this wherever you are uh, right now. Egypt and Spain. Now listen, Spain are pretty big favorites, obviously. I'm, but, I, you know, I got to be real. I'm surprised they're not a little bit bigger favorites. I'm surprised they're not a little bit bigger favorites. Egypt aren't terrible, right? So it's not like, you know, this isn't, I think some people think like route, route. I'm not thinking route, route. And in fact, and in fact, I'm ready to, um, I'm ready to sweat it out. I don't think this is going to be like, I don't think it's four, nothing or five, nothing or anything like that. I'm hoping two nil. You know what? Three, three's better, right? It's it's one and a half, but there's twos popping up uh, here right now. So Spain, Spain are pretty loaded compared to, uh, listen, there's a couple of loaded teams. Brazil are pretty good. France have a bunch of dudes that actually do play in like the, the French league and they play in the La league and they play in the, they play in the EPL. But it's another level with Spain as far as their roster is concerned. They've got six players. Um, six players that just currently played uh, on the Euro team. So as far as as far as having a loaded roster is concerned, Spain have one. Spain have one. Matthias, what's your final score prediction uh, for this game? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three nil. That's my pick. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three nil. Three nil. I'm going four zero. I'm going four zero Spain. Four zero. Four, huh? Spain, yeah. yeah, they're stacked, man. They're then they're hungry. When you lose in a final, or when you lose close to a final like that, and you're young, you, those guys are hungry right now. They they want a gold medal. You know, coming off the um, coming off the the Euro disappointment, they will have some hunger here. And I think, like I said, I think we're in a good spot tonight. They're going to want to make a statement early. Uh, they're going to want to make a statement early here against Egypt. And like I said, Egypt are bad, right? So I'm not I'm not predicting a route route. I think this could be a little bit of a sweat job. But when you consider the players uh, that they have here on the team, so uh, th- these are the guys from the Euro 2020. Eric Garcia, Paolo Torres, Danny Almo. I mean, come on, they got Danny Almo, uh, Pedri, Unai Simon. Um I, I'd, I'd say that, you know, this is an advantage against most countries under 23 rosters. That's it? <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they really you, should roll, did, huh? Did you hear what uh, one of the coaches from the Euros said? That Pedri was one of the most fantastic players that he's seen in, in, in all of the Euro tournament. The kid's, like, 20 years old. He's, like, 18 years old, the kid. It's insane how good the kid is. He's the next Messi. Uh, well, that's so why I'm thinking about going pretty big on this game. When I said my biggest bet of the day here, Matthias, on the way out. And like I said, I might be nocturnal, but <laughs> there's nothing like sweating out a game at 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning, right? So this thing starts at 3.30 Eastern time, 90 minutes. So it's going to go to 5 in the morning plus halftime, 5.15 plus extra time. Not extra time, but injury time and all that crap. We're looking at 5.30. Yeah, this thing will go to 5.30. So, West Coast, not bad, 
I don't have a problem with that, Matthias. <laughs> two thirty, that's Team right no in my sleep. wheelhouse. Yeah, Team like no yeah, yeah. Tw- Twelve thirty to two thirty, that's no problem. Like that's that's prime time. So that's the difference between East Coast and West Coast, right? If you're on the West Coast right now, it's like, oh perfect. Twelve thirty. Yeah, I'm 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 loading up here. My only fear, Matthias, it's not really a fear because I think this is different. This is soccer. Right? This isn't like women's softball, bro. Like who knows, right? They don't know. No one ever bets on women's softball. People do bet on soccer. We know who these players are. Everyone knows who Almo is. You know what I mean? You're just talking about everyone knows who Pedri is. So it's it's a little bit different. Why do you think, Matias, they're not bigger favorites even than like five minus five fifty, six hundred type thing? Shouldn't they be even bigger favorites or is this a good number? I think I think it's because it's of a quick turnaround. You know, you see how these guys played in how many games. If anything, they might have they might be a little fatigued, but I don't think so. I think when you're no, when you're two that weeks young, off. Exactly, exactly. Me too. I think when you're that young, because it's a young team, they want to play soccer at all times. You know, they're not 30, 29 years old. We're talking about 21, 22, 18 year old kids. That's all they want to do is play the game. All right. Well, I just put 220 on it. Well, that's just the start. Now I'm thinking about should I take him in the first half as well? Why not? <laughs> why, 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 why not? What's the so first half? Spain first half, bro, is minus 160. But so if it's a draw, you lose. It's a draw, you lose. I, I lose so much on first half that I'm afraid to ever take it. It's cursed. First half is cursed for me. It's a curse. What about what about halftime, full time? You like that bet ever? I do like that bet a lot. I, I love that bet because I like the odds for the draw and then the win. For the Euro final, I had a feeling that some team was going to be winning at the half. Then I, I didn't know I didn't know who it was going to be. I, it was either going to be England first half and then the tie, or it was going to be Italy first half and then the tie. I had it wrong. I had it backwards. This one, so Spain to win the first half and then to win the game. So basically, they got to be up. You know, they got to win. It's very simple. It's like basically, so halftime, halftime, full-time. Uh, halftime, uh, halftime, full-time uh, result. I, you know, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. But so they got to, there's a bunch of options. Listen, there's a million options. It's the Olympics and it's soccer. It's the one thing where they do step up with uh, here. So Spain, Spain in the first half. So not even just, not even, uh, not, not even, oh, that's just interesting. So both teams have scored in the first half. No, screw that. Now, I'm not going to get too cocky here, Matthias. I'm not going to get too hockey, too, too cocky. Halftime, so first half here, Spain minus 163. They're going to score in the first 45 minutes, bro. I'm doing it. All right. Half-time, and you know what? Halftime, full-time Spain. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not even doing the halftime, full-time. I split it up, bro. I split it up. Like, so I got to play in on Spain, and now I just play them to win the first half. You know what I mean? So this way, yeah. and I put a bigger amount on Spain, bro. So this way, just in case it's nil-nil at the half and they win in the second half, I don't get screwed over. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't feel like screwing the- myself. <laughs> That's the best bet of the day. I also like Romania over Honduras. I think Honduras is a little overrated, and the price the price on Romania looks pretty nice right now. Yeah, win the game outright money. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Yeah, you think, uh, you, you know what? I think France, uh, Honduras might be a little overrated. So other games coming up. What, we got Mexico, man, Mexico and France. Mexico and tough, France. Dude. That one's tough. Mexico always shows up when it comes to their kids. They always do. They've won, they've won World Cups before. There's yeah, the something kids about are better Mexico than their men. Yeah, they are. I don't know what it is either. They always show up for these youth tournaments. They always do. Yeah, but France are pretty loaded too. France have like France have a bunch of Premier League guys and uh, like kids, but they're still pros already. And France have a bad taste, dude. I think France are the real deal. I don't think France are as good as Spain, but I think France can go very far in this tournament, Matthias. The only thing is, like, is this a draw? I don't think Mexico is beating them. What do you think the score is? Mexico and France. Uh, 2-1 France. 2-1 France. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe it's a draw. Maybe after 90. But I don't think so. I think France. That's a tough game, though. Like you said, it, that ain't no luck, man. South Korea, New Zealand, Ivory Coast, Saudi Arabia, Argentina, Australia. Bring it. We are your official source for gaming, odds, and more. Except no substitutes. They won't be around long anyway. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You think I'm dead, but I'm not. 
This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morancy. We're throwing it down. We're kicking it. Quickest 180 minutes in Sports Talk Radio coming to a conclusion. We're into the three-minute warning. Thanks to all of our guests, Rick Saratella, NFL Draft Bible, SI.com. Um, Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano, the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart, who I, I will be with tomorrow at 6 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, you know, normally I'm, like, looking ahead, oh, tomorrow there'll be this, there'll be that. But uh, right now I'm in the now, and right now the now is Spain and Egypt. Some late-night Olympic soccer action for the late-night degenerates. we got to love it. We always talk about loving the Olympics when they're in the, um, you know, when they're in the, the late-night time zones. The networks hate it, but I don't care. I think it's great. And uh, we're laying the number here. We're not we're not screwing around with the total. We're not going to try to pick the correct score or anything like that. So we took Spain to win the first half. So basically, if it's a draw, we lose. So it's like Spain minus a half a goal first half. They've got to win the first half. That's like minus 160. So we got Spain to win the first half at minus 160. And then uh, we've got Spain... Uh, minus one and a half in the game. All right, so we laid a goal and a half in the game, and we laid uh, we laid them to win uh, the first half. I think we can cash this. As we stated, they are the favorites to win men's gold. And you know, I'm very interested to you know track the Olympics from a betting and handicapping perspective in, in the different sports. And I'll tell you what, so, so far we've seen, but this is different. This is international soccer. The odds makers are on top of this. We've seen they don't know what they're doing with the American teams. They keep like, you know, women's softball, women's basketball, men's basketball, the team sports, because those numbers are made by the American odds makers that don't know international sport. This number is sharper. Like the fencing numbers are sharp. Archery numbers are sharp. Softball numbers, soft. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.